This is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back once again to Video Games Cover to Cover. This is our 68th episode, where it's almost nice, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, chapter <laughs> 13 of our coverage of Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age S Definitive Edition. Did I get everything right to your satisfaction this time, Chris? I here's the thing. I wasn't really paying attention. So, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're killing me. (laughs) You can't expect me to pay attention for the entire podcast. I mean, I think we could kind of expect that. That does seem like part of the point. Well, you could expect that. But I I don't I, I think people understand enough at this point to know that I phase in and out. It's like the joke from, uh, I think it was Family Guy. Do you listen to yourself when you talk? Eh, I drift in and out. I mean, that's basically exact. that's true to life for me. (laughs) And it's just something that I and anyone who listens to me has to come to terms with. Well, hopefully our audience is understanding about that, I guess. Well, they don't really have much of a choice. Although, I suppose you're right, because here we are 68 episodes in. They, you're probably right that they've kind of picked up on that by now. If and people to. still seem to be listening. Or for some reason. Maybe it's, maybe people are just, maybe we're just constantly getting new listeners and they're only downloading like the first 10 episodes and then they're like, what is wrong with this guy? And then just stop. <laughs> just over and over again. Like, what is going on with this dude? He is, he's, he can't keep track of anything. Yeah, I did have some bad news about the metrics. I just didn't want to tell you. We've been doing all the last 50-some episodes for nothing. That really is unfortunate, but it is what it is, I guess. So no one even knows that we're calling them chapters now. I can just say yeah. anything I want now. This is like, this. there's like a freedom in knowing that people just aren't tuning in. Yeah, this is what you can't, this is what you get with your indie podcast. You can't get this from, you know, your big name stuff. So I can just phase between Ghost of Tsushima and and Dragon Quest back to Final Fantasy X-2, and it's not even going to matter. You were probably going to do that anyway, though. At least now you have cover for it. I mean, we all knew this was going somewhere. <laughs> Last we, we talked... We left off after our encounter with the beast in the snowstorm and being frozen by the witch. And Kendrick uh, letting us go. Well, yeah, Kendrick just walks off. Except, and I think we mentioned this last time, there's only one path. Yeah, he just walks into, like, nothing. Where's he gonna go? And then the the luminary just passes out immediately, and you see him, like, behind a tree, like, snickering, like, (laughs) but really what was actually happening was Kendrick was about to pass out himself. (laughs) And he was like, let me go off to this tree line. I got to look cool. I can't. Yeah. Like I can't do this in front of everybody else. I got to look cool. He's like, they're totally going to like shiv me in my sleep if I pass out in front of them. So let me just walk out into the woods, take a nap for a little bit. And then, 
he 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 wakes up and you guys are still there. He's like, hey, uh, what's uh, going on, everyone? I gave you a, a you know a chance to escape, and you just decided to stay. Yeah, I was I was perfectly fine this whole time. I've been walking around looking for my lost soldiers. I uh, didn't find any of them, but you know that that's fine. Yeah, you know it is what it is. There aren't any There's of them really behind this tree that. over here. I gave it a very thorough inspection. But he's just like, yeah, this snowstorm gives them like two inches of visibility. It won't take me very long to get out of their sight, and then I can just do whatever. And and that's that's really all it is. You know, that's just Hendrick in a nutshell right there. The real question I have at this point, do you think Hendrick is just as bad as Jasper? No, I've been thinking about that for a while. We talked about how odd Jasper seemed to be, like, even all the way back in Gondolia when we fought him for the first time, where he seems, like, really into this idea of you specifically being the the Darkspawn. I just about said Barkspawn, but you're not a dog, as far as I'm aware. You can pet the dogs in this game, though. Which is an important detail, but you you yourself are not a dog unless that is a plot twist in the future, which I am 100% here for. Yeah, exactly. We can only hope. But having said all that, I... I, I don't think Kendrick seems a lot more like he's just doing this because it's his orders more than because he like actually ha- actively has anything against you, especially given how he reacted to this whole, oh, you have the same pendant as whatever, which I was like, that seems like somebody from Heliodor and the only people I can think of would be the king or Jasper. And I don't think it's the king. So it's probably Jasper who apparently sent this witch to kill Kendrick. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's really telling for me because it has to be Jasper at this point. And I'm almost wondering, because we have a party slot open, do you think Hendrick is going to join the party? Maybe. Like, that could be, like, a surprise, you know, maybe, like, end of Act 1 sort of thing. But I, I just really don't, I don't know. I mean, we have seven members. Yeah, there's no, no, no. totally I know exactly room for mean. an eighth there's, member. There's room for one more person, for sure. Two more people when it turns out Rab is the dark one. Maybe that other old king is going to follow us around. He's just going to take Rab's place. Yeah, maybe we'll get that uh, prince from the Desert Kingdom, whose name I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I, did we find out his name? I, th- I think he said it at some point, or someone in the family did, but I, I don't remember anymore. For some reason, I keep thinking of Lorelai, and, and that's weird because it's definitely Gilmore Girls, but, and, and I can't tell you why I'm thinking that, but I know that's not it. The name is just stuck in my head. <laughs> I, I don't remember his name, though. Don't question it. Okay. His name's Lorelai now, I guess. <laughs> sure. I would be totally on board with that because he was going to train specifically I, I with Hendrick and not Jasper. Because we, if he was going to get Jasper, we are he, he's 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 gone. Like we already know that he's done for. Hendrick, he might have a chance because apparently Jasper is against Hendrick, which kind of goes back to the theory that we sort of floated for a little bit that maybe Jasper is the dark one. That's the thing, though. Well, because there are really there are three options. There's Jasper's the dark one, and he's controlling the king. The king is the dark one, and he's controlling Jasper. Or both of them are being controlled by the Dark One. Yeah. I I can't really... Uh, But I definitely don't think Kendrick could potentially be the one. I don't think it's Jasper. And the only reason why I don't think that is because 
I feel like he would be a lot more gung-ho about actually getting you if it was really him. Like, I don't think the Dark One would be presented with the Luminary and just be like, hey, man, I'm totally going to let you go unless he needs you for something. We're talking about Kendrick here, right? Or I'm talking about Jasper okay. Okay, so not that, being definitely the Dark that, One. But I... Did he really, when were, when are you referring to where he just let us go? You know, so you're talking back about like gondola or whatever, right? So yeah, I technically Jasper didn't let us get away. I get what you but mean. But I also though. don't feel like, I mean, we were immediately, where did we go after, after gondolia? The first place that we immediately went to, I think was that windmill place. I mean, we were stuck in the peninsula. I feel like he could have easily found us if he wanted to. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, the next place we went was we went up to, uh, yeah, back to the relics of Dunderzil and Octagonia and stuff. So I don't know. It, it's it's hard to really say, but I, I, I just, I'm still leaning on they both are being controlled by the Dark One. So then by both, you mean Jasper and the King, right? Yeah, like the outside of everything else, I think. Maybe the Dark One is pulling the strings from the shadows. That could definitely be. But I definitely think either Hendrik is not being controlled or he's much more resistant to it than some of the others, given just given the way he's behaved, because he, he definitely seems like he hesitates a lot more than anybody else. And obviously here, he clearly intentionally let you go, unlike Jasper, who we can make the argument that he didn't. Exactly. And that is, at least that's how I was feeling at the time. Because we may get there or not, but we kind of already have our answer. (laughs) Yeah. So after we pass out, we find the Luminary and his friends have been taking care of him. We are in that same shack that we were in before. Yeah, the one that you pass on the way that I even on the way going up, I stopped there and was like, I'm going to take a nap. And it wouldn't let me. And I was like, that's weird. I thought it said there was a resting point. here. Yeah, I did, too. And I was oh. like, uh, okay. Oh, Thanks, well, I guess. Yeah, like, cool. Just went out of my way for nothing, but whatever. So after you wake up from yet another nap. Yeah, which, again, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this a little bit last week, too. But this guy has, compared to the rest of the party, he has the constitution of, like, a, a wet paper bag or something. He can't ha- stand up at all compared to the rest of the party who never has these problems. I will say, admittedly. We were the only one that was frozen solid by the queen. That is a very important distinction, but that is right. When you mean fell, fro- you mean frozen solid by the witch, you're getting Jane, a little ahead of yourself. F- what? You said frozen solid by the queen. You mean frozen solid by the witch. You got slightly ahead of yourself there. Queen, witch, whatever. You know, at, at this point, they are both a romantic interest for me as the luminary. And so both of them are cool. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and, and, and so you're right. You're frozen by the witch. Nobody else on the team is was frozen. However, that being said, when we fell off the cliff with Jade and when we jumped off the cliff with Eric, in both cases, the luminary fell flat and had to be saved by the other party members. So... Even if everybody had been frozen solid, I have to assume we would have been in the exact same situation where we're being saved by the rest of the party. It is only logical, given everything that's happened. We have to assume 
he's just going to end any encounter unconscious. It's the only way, based on the evidence that we have, we it's the only solution. Specifically, every time he encounters Kendrick, because like when we jumped off the waterfall, both the times that we jumped and passed out, we ran into Kendrick. So really, Kendrick just has this ability, and maybe that's why he's not worried about catching us, because he can just make the Luminary remotely pass out. <laughs> it, it turns out his special power, like... If he ever does join the team, he has a special power that's just like put the luminary to sleep. And then you're like, oh, I totally get it now. I don't know why I would ever use this, but it does answer some questions. And then you have a little, hey, Hendrick, buddy, what's up with this? Oh, don't worry about that. That's fine. (laughs) I really don't think it is. So after you wake up from your nap, you're greeted by a scholar guy. Who yeah, some- is essentially here to find a library and get knowledge. I guess he some was royal scholar. Yeah, he he's from Sniffleheim. God, every time I say that name, I have to stop for a second and think to myself, is that really what it's called? I don't know why that one sticks out in my head compared to all the others, but something about Sniffleheim just gets me. I don't understand why that get. I don't get it. Is there like some pun that I'm missing? Well, I would assume is it it's a combination because of, of cold. That I, I'm guessing it's that plus Nibelheim, which is a uh, like nor like very cold city thing, and I think North mythology, which would go well with it. Regardless, it's just the name Sniffleheim. I don't know why it just like sticks in my craw for some reason. Clearly, because you keep bringing it up. Everybody's got to have that one thing that like irrationally bugs them, and for me, it's Sniffleheim. Apparently. I have a lot of one I know. things then. Uh, so I can have this one. I didn't say you can't have <laughs> it. I just said, it, 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 I, I just don't understand it. Here's the thing. I have rational reasons for why I hate Waka. And I feel like they're good reasons. And the same for Sully and the same for everybody else I've hated on this podcast. I have good rational reasons. You know, you've officially reasons. lied to our listeners now by saying you weren't going to bring Sully back up. Although I think as we established... We don't actually have any listeners at this point, so I guess it's not really a lie. Yeah, it's over. Never brought up again. I forgot about that. So from now on. <laughs> no more Sully. Just out of sheer rage. But so, yeah, so so yeah, he's from Sniffleheim, but he was out here doing research or whatever, so he wasn't caught up in the thing that froze everybody else. And then he was tasked by the queen to specifically kind of go figure it out. So at this point, we have to make the long trek over to this library to find this information that he wants. So now this one's an actual dungeon, where because the last place was just kind of a a, rel- a a fairly big but not massive open area that we just kind of wander through. And other than the cold, there's not a whole lot going on and the random funny dialogue from soldiers. But now, now we've got an actual dungeon that's a, a fairly decent size. It's not. I don't think it was as big as inside the Mirror World, but it was pretty large. Well, this, I got to be honest, this dungeon was a little disappointing for me because when you first walk in the dungeon, I, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody, and it might've been him comments about how be careful. You have to open things in a specific order to, to actually get it working. I was fully expecting some sort of puzzle situation. Yeah. But you basically just activate them all in the order that you come across them and it works. Exactly. There's no puzzle or maze or anything to figure out. It's just a linear path. And and I, I was actually pretty disappointed by that because I was like, oh, cool. I might get to solve a small puzzle. It'll be interesting to talk about, you know, the different issues I had with that. 
Well, it's kind of, no. All I can ever think about is like when you're DMing, um, like D and D or something, and there's always a running joke of like you, you never, nobody ever wants to give out puzzles because they're afraid the players are going to get stuck, and that's kind of how I feel about this. It's like eh, we don't really want to make a puzzle because nobody likes it when you get stuck for a while. Yeah, but the internet exists. I mean, in D and D, it doesn't, but y- you can definitely, you know. You walk past a door for the thousandth time and suddenly a clue appears. (laughs) The gods are like, are you guys serious right now? It's like, are you being seriously today? And and, I mean, the thing is, the internet exists and the puzzle didn't have to be difficult, but it could have been something. (laughs) I don't know. That was just a little, I was like, come on. Like, are you serious? We can't have. And, and, and especially considering I would expect the true-to-life RPG game to have a legitimate puzzle in it. And so far, we haven't really had that. And I kind of thought this was going to be one of them. But no, it just ended in disappointment. I'm sorry for the disappointment that you're experiencing. I, I do get where you're coming from, though, because, yeah, it definitely implied there was going to be some sort of puzzle going on, and then there really wasn't. Because essentially you get to the, once you go through the linear puzzle and you get to the end, I will say you get to, you did get to look at all the books through there. Although I didn't read most of them. I tried to read some of them. I really tried. I, I did. Of course. I actually, there's a fair number of them that you can't read because it talks about how like they've been damaged by like worn by down by time or whatever. And I was like, so, so why did you include this as a selectable book then? Because we're going to go back in time and find out what that means later. I mean, that is part of the, I don't think I mentioned it when I threw that theory out there, but I've had that in the back of my mind because there's been a couple other books that are like, you can't understand this yet, or it's illegible or whatever. And I'm like, the fact that these are here, but keep telling me that implies that there's got to be some way to read them later. Yeah, because if not, it's going to be real weird. And Act 1 has been super long, so if Act 2 and 3 are are half as long as Act 1 is, there's still a lot left. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because Act 1 was pretty long, for sure. But after we read the book, we... We discover the truth about what's happening here, specifically that the monster that the Queen sent us to fight was not working in conjunction with the evil witch. It was containing the evil witch's power so dun 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 the researchers immediately like oh my god why would you kill that That's, uh, this is a huge problem and then uh, I, I did like veronica immediately the, the butts queen in, like, told us to right like we were following the queen's orders and i'm like thank you veronica for standing up for me like are you seriously right now the queen specifically told us to and he's like i can't believe this this is the worst possible thing you could have done and I'm like, well, hey, guess what? I don't know if you put two and two together, but that means the queen has been the witch the whole time. Surprise. And he's like, oh, the only way to stop the witch is to seal her forever inside of a book. He's like, so does that mean the witch sealed the queen inside of a book? I, I guess. I don't really know what to tell you, dude. You have as much information as I do. I mean, yeah, like you're you're the guy who's supposed to be the scholar here, right? You tell me. He's like, we have to get back as soon as possible. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I immediately went outside and went to the large part of the dungeon and cast Zoom and went straight back. Good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. As soon as I used Zoom the first time, 
I've been busting it out like candy. I've been zooming all over. Especially since it costs zero mana. It's just one of those things that I hadn't figured out yet. Once I figure it out, I'm going to use it all the time. I'm allowed to learn one thing each podcast, and I learn Zoom. Now, there hasn't been anything that I've learned recently other than a crippling gambling addiction, but... Was that really something new that you learned, though, or just like repressed memories surfacing? (laughs) No, but I learned to how to gain the system. That's fair. I did learn that. You also learned how to grind, like hardcore. Well, here's the thing. I kind of knew how to grind already. It was just a matter of putting the pieces together, which is just a a process that you figure out over time. Well, there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. You know, you're right. That is that is actually true. There is, in fact, a right way and a wrong way to do generally everything. And, and in this case, killing that creature except, that we killed with Hendrick was apparently the wrong thing to do. Except for eating Reese cups. I have, have it on good authority. There is no wrong way to do that. There, There is definitely a wrong way. There's a lot of people out there that can't eat peanuts, my dude. I was just referencing the commercial, but that's fair. The, any way to eat a Reese's for them is the wrong way. Yeah. Well, that got that was a downer real quick. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, Reese's are delicious, but I feel bad for anyone who, who cannot partake. I mean, I, it's not like I have them with any regularity anymore, so. But, yeah, so we, we head back. I walk, just because that's what I've been doing. I actually haven't used Zoom a whole lot, even though I know it's there. Just because that's, like I said, I, I I'm not specifically grinding, but I am getting a little extra experience when I do things like that. Well, I don't have to fight any of this rabble anywhere anyway, so I've just been... You can. They will just run away from you anyway, so... Yeah, all of that's just a huge waste of my time, so I just zoom everywhere. Get out of my way, peasant monsters. Yeah, how I'm, dare you? Like, here's the thing. I'm a prince. If Hendrik had fought us, he would have lost. There's no way around it. That, that guy is done. So, unfortunately... We get back and turns out, hey, guess what? Yeah, that queen is inside of a book because you roll up on the queen and go, hey, uh, we killed that monster. And she's like, sweet. Um, so also kind of found out that you're probably not the queen, right? And she just goes ham, turns into the witch to my excitement. She's immediately like, well, no point keeping up this charade. I'm like, you could have at least tried. <laughs> and then she's like, boom, attack. And you want to talk about, like, and maybe this is why Snow High was getting to me so much. I don't know. Because in the back of my head, I kept worrying that because this is Dragon Quest, they all of this was just built up to, like, a Frozen joke. And then she did it in the fight, and I was really like, oh, my God. What, what did she do in the fight? Well, you probably didn't get it because you destroyed her so quickly, but she goes, do you want to be a snowman? And then snaps her fingers and turns one of the characters into a snowman. Oh, one person did turn into a snowman, but I didn't see that. Do you want to be a snowman thing? I was 100% focused on destruction. And I was immediately like, are you serious right now, game? (laughs) Uh, She turned one person into a snowman and then she didn't turn anything into anything anymore. (laughs) Uh, But all I could think was, really? I was afraid of this the whole time that you were going to do But what this. does Sniffleheim have to do with Frozen? It doesn't. It's just the, the Frozen Kingdom and the the young queen in charge and stuff and like an ice 
witch and stuff. And like the whole time, I'm like, this just reminds me so much of Frozen. Yeah, Frozen was a good movie. It was. I'm not disputing that, but I was just like, did they include this entire area just to work this line in, or did like the translators just have fun? Or I feel like I would of- have to assume the translators just had fun. There was probably. The, you do I mean, know that the Snow Queen is, like, huge in Japanese lore, right? Oh, no, no, I know. I know, I know. And that's where Elsa originally came from. She was originally supposed to be a bad guy. Oh, no, no, no. And then I they know. Were, I know let it go, and they were like, no, no, no. She, she, that's, she's got to be a good, good girl now. Yeah, yeah, no, I know all that. I just... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm sure that the American translation had fun and put, do you want to be a snowman, and then turn you into a snowman. I mean, maybe they did that in the Japanese version too, but like, what else is she going to turn you into? A reindeer? It's not even that. It's just specifically working in the obvious line reference and stuff. And I'm like, all of this build up to Elsa. <laughs> not all. The, all of it did not have to build up to Elsa. You made it that. This is just a one-off joke in this section. I guarantee the American editors, when they were going through there and doing all the lines for this, they were like, this whole area is perfect for an Elsa joke. I don't think the developers were sitting there in the back corner going, okay, so Frozen was a massive success. How can we, at the very end of Act 1 of Dragon Quest, get people to play this game based off of Frozen? Let's include a one-liner in a fight that you may not even get if you power-leveled enough to the point where she wouldn't even blast anyone into a snowman like you say this and i get where you're coming from and i generally agree but it is worth remembering what they did with frozen and kingdom hearts and i realize it's kingdom hearts specifically more disney reference but like clearly japan was all about the kingdom or the the frozen thing too given how much outsized attention frozen got in kingdom hearts compared to every other movie okay first off I want to go ahead and just point out a a a, a, a glaring error in in judgment here what they did to Frozen in Kingdom Hearts was nothing. They didn't change it in any way, shape, or form. It was a carbon copy. Including of making the you movie. sit there and listen to her song as a cutscene. Which scene. I'm like, if other people got a new story, why didn't Frozen? That was one of the most annoying and frustrating parts about that entire game. I was looking forward to new Frozen content. And you know who gave it to me? Dragon Quest, not <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. There you go. It was this, was, this is Frozen the way it was originally meant to be, where the Snow Witch was actually evil. So Elsa attacks you, and I decimate her. I mean, it's not even, I just feel bad. Again, I feel bad. You say that, but I don't think you actually feel bad. Well, the, here's the thing. It actually really works out that I power leveled before when I had time because now I basically have no time to play the game. So every single time we're about to record, I'm like rushing through the game to actually like try to keep up. And it's worked out in my favor that I'm power leveled because I can mostly just hit all the story elements. So past Chris, I really have to thank you because you're really helping me now. In all seriousness, I am very glad that that worked out for you. There's a method to my madness. When I can do something, I will because they're that's just the way I play games. That's fair. I'm not like again, I will reemphasize that I brought up every other time we've talked about this. More power to you if you're into that 
fantastic. I'm not judging and saying you're wrong. I want to be as clear about as possible about that. And and so then after you beat her, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Not that I actually cared that much. Okay, but I, you know, I'm I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I mean, I appre- that's good because if you did, I would I would probably be a little annoyed with you. Like you really lost sleep over that, dude. Honestly, well, you know, it's just a. There's a whole lot of stuff going on, and that's just one thing that's just been eating well, away at me. That's kind of what I mean. Like, with everything else going on in the world right now, that's the thing that got to that's you. That's just the it's That's the thing, though. It's like the most recent thing. That's how it always happens. All these things pile up over time, and then it's like one stupid little thing happens, and it's like, flip the table, like, as mad as you could possibly be about something. Because then it's just like, okay, now let me compound all these other things that you did that I didn't like. That's how it so always you, So goes. you're saying you've got like a a list of everything I've ever done to wrong you. The, the thing is, that is implying that I remember all of those things. Most of the time what happens for me is I table them. I start building a list and then because I don't write it down, I just lose track of it and just I forget. So my list ends up working out in everybody else's favor, except if a person is annoying me every single day. Like when somebody IMs me and just goes, hi, Chris, doesn't tell me what they want. Doesn't tell me anything that's going. Hi, Chris. Are, are you seriously right now? Are you being serious? Just tell me what you want. If you just, I ignore it. I ignore it. When somebody sends me an IM that is just like, hi, Chris. Nope. It can wait. It can wait until they type to me what they actually want. I went on vacation one time. This dude, every single day, or kind of around the same time, too, it just goes, hi, Chris. Next day, same time. Hi, Chris. Like four days in a row of this. Okay, first of all, I I can get messages on my phone. If you just ask the question, I may answer it really quick. It is such a pet peeve for me. Don't. First of all, don't do that because you don't want to set a precedent that people can get a hold of you while you're out of the office. So people do that anyway. And if I'm not doing anything, like if I'm literally sitting there not doing anything and it's a question that I can answer really quick, a lot of times it'll just be blah, blah, blah. Here's an answer. If you need more help, contact somebody else. I'm on vacation or whatever. But all you have to do is just ask the question. When I send somebody an IM, I go, good morning or hi, whatever your name is. And then I type out my entire question and then I hit enter. And if they have time to get back to me, then they will. If they don't have time and they get back to me later, that's fine. If they ask me to repeat it, I just copy and paste. But I hate when somebody just goes, hey, Chris, that is a surefire way to get an ignore from me. It just it, it is such a pet peeve for me. I it just I don't like it because most questions I can answer in a matter of seconds, because the thing is. What happens is when somebody say, when somebody doesn't ask you the question, that means it's going to be difficult. So when I say, hey, then it's like, yo, can you join this call or can you do this thing? Or is this thing going to take like 20 minutes? No, 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 I don't have time for that. Just ask the question. If I've got time, I'll answer. I just, I can't, I can't preface this enough. Well, welcome back once again to uh, Irritations with Chris. He's Chris and I'm your guest host, Andrew, who was on all of these episodes, but doesn't do much. Hey, you've been hey, you've been plowing through the story today. I'm just saying, if the queen came up to me and was like, "Hey, Luminary," she, I don't have her on permanent ignore. 
I no, may block her number. No, you would not. Not if it was her. Well, not the queen. No. Okay. I, mean, I was about to say, don't lie to yourself. The queen or... Listen, <laughs> if Eric sent me a text and was like, hey, Luminary, he would definitely get ghosted. Now that, I believe. That's 100%. Like, Eric, I do not have time to talk about your orb, dude. <laughs> I do hey, not have the time hey, right now. Can you, can you join No, this you call? cannot see it. I am busy. Can you join this call real quick to discuss orb logic? No, Eric. <laughs> I'm like, can I just see it? No. He types out his whole question. He's like, he 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 gets wise to it. He's like, hey, Luminary, uh, do you have a minute for me to see the orb? I just mess it. No. Actually, you'll actually respond to it. And the answer is just no. <laughs> so in this fantasy world where we all have, where all of the characters have computers now, you have a strategy for what Eric bought. Exactly. I know the strategy. I've been living it for decades. Well, I guess a decade at this point. I'm not that old. I was, I was about to say, I think you might be overstating your age slightly, but. I was ignoring people way. Since, since birth, I was ignoring people <laughs> in just different ways. All right, that'll buy. You know, for decades, I've been developing the ignore technique. It's just over I am, it's so easy to ghost a person. Text messages are different. Most of the time, most of the time, if somebody text messages me and I don't respond for days, it's because I saw the message. I meant to respond, but I'm in the middle of something. And so I'm like, okay, I'll put my phone down and come back to it. And then because of my ADHD, I just totally forget. And then I never, I pull up the phone and I'm like, Hey, I haven't heard from this person. Oh, this whole time. The, the, and the message was like, I need you to call right away. There's an emergency. Oh God, okay, man. if that has ever if I ever get that message, I call immediately. I just want to point out. I have never gotten that to most of the time nobody texts me if it's an emergency, they will call and then I know that it's like real. I mean that's fair, yeah. Like if, if somebody calls call, my phone, bigger, yeah. It's like if you're going out of your way to annoy me in the most like the biggest possible annoyance, which is giving me a phone call, that's like it's gotta be important. Especially if you're calling my cell phone. Yeah, I mean into the modern era, if you actually make a phone call, it had better be an emergency. <laughs> yeah, it, it, better, it, it better be an emergency or we are going to have problems. You could have just texted me that. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, the, it's the personal phone equivalent of this meeting could have been an email. Oh, meeting. Don't even get me started on useless meetings. <laughs> Once again, this has been Irritations with Chris. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get started on that one, but what I am going to get started on, Queen Frizzleby. Frizzabelle. Frizzabelle. Frizzbell. Frizzbell. After you beat up the queen... Uh, the witch. The witch. The scholar guy grabs the book and that she was holding, which is the same book that she had been trapped in, and attempts to catch the spell. She is pleading so hard for this not to happen. And I'm kind of, as me, the luminary, I'm kind of looking over at the guy. I'm like, bro, yeah, I mean, she kind of froze everything, but like she didn't kill anybody. Well, and the thing is, it's kind of interesting because typically, you know, the, the, the trope of there's this unstoppable monster that's too powerful to destroy. All you can do is trap it is is pretty you know, established in these sorts of games or games in general, 
But a couple things stood out here. One, it's usually like a god or something, not just some random witch who has apparently achieved, like, not, you know, near all-powerfulness or something. But also, and more importantly, that's usually the final boss, not a random, like, you know, small, like, harassing one town. Something with that level of power seems like it ought to have bigger ambitions than I'm going to make this one place kind of cold. Exactly. So I'm sitting there like, if she's this powerful and this is our only option, hey, you know how you said you'd do anything? Like, could you help us defeat the Dark One? Like, is that an option? Like, you could totally join the party. Like, that is that is an option. And this dude's like, Nephilim, blah, 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 luminary. Blah. I don't know what all he was saying. He was speaking some ancient language. <laughs> And then he messes it up, and I'm like, okay, Yeah, he takes cool, a second, well. and he goes, I, I don't know how to pronounce this word. And then he pick, figures it out and, and resumes, and I'm just like, and, and then, you know, it flashes, and things happen, and I'm like, wait, did that still actually work? Because generally, like, I remember that scene from, like, Army of Darkness and stuff. I know what happens when you mess up the incantation a little bit. The queen comes back out, and the witch is, is back in the book, and he's like, okay, cool. And then Veronica immediately goes, give that to us. Like, it's, we'll know how to handle it. And I was like, Veronica, why don't you just go ahead and hand that over to me? Because I am going to, for personal reasons. <laughs> the queen's like, oh, we'll keep it. And then she goes, oh, no, yeah, you, you can totally have it. Okay, great. And it's like, that. if you just go ahead and let me, uh, let me hold on to that. Cool, for, right? For, for for reasons. Like, just so I can have an, an occasional, you know, conversation or two. Like, every day, maybe. Wait, wait, you you want to have a conversation with, like, the evil, all-powerful witch lady? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, I got to get some pointers on how to defeat the Dark One here. And she seems like she would know. But the Dark because One freed it her. Because like she her, loyalties her loyalties were specifically to Jasper and not the Dark One. Or whoever released her, which somehow at this point, the rest of the party is the whole party's like, I don't understand who it could possibly be. It's Jasper. Come on guys. It's so very clearly Jasper. And I think even Hendrick knows that that's why he went off into the woods to take his nap because now his brain is confused and he's like, I don't really know what to do with this information. He's the embodiment of that gif of like the mind being blown. And he's like trying to process it. He's like, wait, there's only one other person in the entirety of the world that has a pendant like mine, somehow. You know, somebody else could have made a, a duplicate, but... But let's put that aside. That's an impossibility. <laughs> Hendrick knows. Like, he's he figured it out, and he's got to go rest his brain with, with the mind blow that has just occurred. But no, the entire party is like, I don't understand who it could possibly be. And I'm like, come on, guys. So you start walking in there, and the book just keeps yelling at you, hey, stop. And Veronica looks over at Serena and she's like, what, man? What is your problem? Why do you keep yelling at me? And Serena's like, I didn't say anything. What are you talking about? I just want to look back and be like, hey, everybody, what is your problem? It's clearly coming from the book. But then we proceed to ignore it anyway. And it's like, if it's coming from the book, should we maybe do something about it? No, we're just going to keep going. Yeah, it's like, guys, are, are you serious right now? Okay, whatever. And so then we get into the throne room and right about as we're about to do something, I think she's about to give us the orb that we wanted or 
Yeah, it's like some, supposed to be some ceremony to, uh, yeah, like you know, hand over the orb that we asked for as our reward for saving the kingdom. You hear, don't step any farther. And then everyone's like, oh, it must be the book. Wow. Oh, guy. the queen must be in there. Well, the queen is insisting, or the voice in the book is like, no, I'm the queen that's still the witch. And everybody's like, or Veronica's like, you can't trick us. I know you're just trying to get back out of there. And then I don't remember who it was. It might have been Veronica. I don't, I don't, or maybe Jade or somebody like intelligent. We, I, I know it wasn't Eric, but somebody goes, Hey, that dude definitely screwed up the incantation. I think it's actually possible. it was the voice in the book who's like, Hey, he actually messed that up. Uh, it didn't actually work. And, and, and so you let her out. Well, the, the scholar guy does the, I'll ask a question that only the queen would know. I thought you let her out at this point. Or is she still inside the book? I think she's still in the book because they don't let her out until they establish that it's the queen. Oh, that's right. I can't remember what. Can you remember what he asked? Yeah, it was what is the tre- the, the true greatest treasure of Sniffleheim? Oh, that's right. And it's such an obvious question because the 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 it's one of those things where like I I know the answer is going to be like it's people or love or something. Like if anyone, I guess, like pro tip to everyone who's ever. The zero people that we've established are listening to the podcast at this point. If anyone in any, if you're ever in a position where somebody asks you, you know, what is the true treasure of X or whatever, the answer is always something like love or friendship or something. But of course, the lady who insists she's the queen is like, it's the blue orb. I can't think of anything that would be more valuable than that. And the lady in the book is like, it's the people of Sniffleheim. Yep, that's the answer. Of course Unless the person you're trying to replicate is a total D-bag, in which case it is the orb. In this case, however... Okay, but even if the person you're trying to replicate... If if that scenario is true and the person you're trying to imitate or, like, pretend to be is a jerk, they may want to go with you anyway because you're less of a jerk. Let's say it's the prince. Let's the the prince is about to become Sultan and this whole thing has happened to him. It's like, I don't know. I kind of think the all powerful witch would be a better spot than you. <laughs> yeah, like plus the answer was a little better. I mean And so then you you let the queen out. You said the, and the rainbow you don't even have the rainbow anymore, so the the scholars immediately like kill her! You got to put her back in the book or so you got to get rid of her. And she's like, please do not do that. I don't want to be back in the book. I'll go to your dungeon or whatever. But that is seriously the absolute worst thing you could do to me. Also, I have no powers left, so it doesn't even matter. And I once again, I'm looking over at the party as a luminary going, can we please just not kill this this lady? Like, can we just bring her with us? Like, we can watch her. We beat her up the first time. You think we can't do it again? Like, I feel so bad for this girl at this point. Yeah, because say what you will about her, her desire to not go back in the book and how much she she clearly hated it seemed awfully genuine. Yeah. It's like, it's not like she's like, oh, hail the dark one. I kill everybody. It's like she froze people. She didn't even kill them. She froze the town. Worst case scenario, this mysterious person that we haven't figured out seems to, you know, only wanted her to kill Kendrick and didn't even care about the rest of the town and stuff. And I mean, as of this point, we also kind of want to kill Kendrick because he keeps showing up. So like, that seems like a win, right? 
Well, and here's the other thing. All she really did was save that town from COVID. (laughs) She froze it solid. No one can go in or out. Like, she saved the entire town. (laughs) You got to think about this like it's 2020. She just saved that whole town from destruction by just freezing it. Oh. (laughs) You know, the next time the people of this world has a global pandemic, done. You know, she's got it on lockdown. She can say she doesn't because she lost her powers because she said she she had to use all the magic that she had to not get sucked into the book last time. Okay, yeah. But everybody knows you take a nap and you immediately get all your magic back. Like, I mean, yeah, like I thought that part was a little shady. Like, is she really just like out of magic? It's like she used her magic for now. Like, you guys know you can just take a nap and get all your magic back, right? Like, it happens to Veronica every day. <laughs> and the witch is like, I haven't slept in 300 years. What? Like, if you're really telling me that Veronica has so much unbelievable magic that she can use the amount of spells that she does on a daily basis and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally fine the next day. Like, then why do you even have an MP bar? Like, guys, she definitely can just take a nap and get all of her magic back. But then the queen's like, oh, well, she, like, really helped. She talked to me a lot while we were inside the book, and we actually became pretty good friends. So I don't want her to die, and she's totally going to be my advisor now. Like, I'm glad we came to a conclusion that didn't result in trapping this lady again. But I have to admit, I was a little like, are we really sure the only option is, like, put her in the book versus, like, give her significant royal pa- like power and stuff like maybe we try the dungeon thing out for a little bit and see if she behaves how dare you listen the queen just saved her life and if she was willing to freeze an entire town for jasper for just letting her out of the book no, no, no. but jasper didn't ask her to do that literally all jasper asked her to do was the kendrick thing No, I'm pretty sure he told her to freeze the town. He told her to freeze the town because a guy will come with a pendant like mine. And when he does kill him, you're right. That's right. That was the the way to get Kendrick to come. But that was just a means to an end. He didn't really need the town frozen. It was just the way to get Kendrick there. You're right. I, I forgot about that, but I do remember that. So if she's willing to do all this just for some just for some random dude who let her out of a book. I have to, I'm going to take her at face value that she's going to be perfectly fine considering the queen just saved her from being bat put back in the book again and thrown in the dungeon and or killed. I'm willing to take her at face value here. I'm just saying you can ease into it. Jumping straight from, you know, caused a massive calamity for the kingdom to, okay, actually, she's like my trusted advisor. I feel like there's a couple, like... How do the rest of the people in this kingdom who didn't do that feel that they just got passed over for promotion by the supervillain? It would be like if, you know, after Superman stops Lex Luthor, the the president is like, you know what? I like the cut of your jib, Luthor. Why don't you come be my vice president? He becomes the president. I know. At one point. I know. like, it it happens. But that was an evil plot. It wasn't like people were just like, Lex Luthor, you're like, it wasn't like somebody just, just like, yeah, Lex Luthor, you're the best. Come over here. But Lex Luthor has also never made that shift to be a 100% good guy. Uh, He has in some of the side stuff, but in the main universe, yeah, he never really has. So I just want to point out, we don't know what's going to happen. But I wanted her to come with me in the first place, so I'm, like, devastated. 
I'm very upset. So if she had come with you, would your romantic attention have disappeared from Jade and gone to her? Oh, definitely. 100%. No question. Immediate. Yes. Which, whatever your name is. Crystalinda. Yeah, Crystalinda. Yes. Done. All day. I know she's a little mature, but she's been trapped in a book for most of that time. So you, you know, it it is what it is. Also, again, I have to assume that with this level of magic that she apparently has, that she can do like the bare minimum, like Tsunade Jitsu, keep yourself looking young thing. Well, I don't even have to say she has to make herself look young. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying like, you know, logistically speaking, it would be a little weird for her to date the luminary. It's considering like an he's elf like what, eighteen? But you it's know like, it's like every time you think about half elves in D and D that somewhere an elf dated a human and like the age disparity there. What look at the mermaids in here. It can definitely yeah. happen. But there is that little bit of that's a little uncomfortable. Like I mean, I don't disagree. So then you did you do the side quest in t- in this town? Of course I did. I do every side quest. Can you believe this guy? You go <laughs> up to the top. Yeah, you're in the tavern now. So and- it turns out that the queen and the and Crystalinda are totally just chilling out in this tavern. And this supreme D-bag is up here thinking that he is worth Crystalinda's time. Are you kidding me right now? I He's knew like, this was going so to happen. Beautiful. I, I like her so much. I specifically ex- made a note of this side quest because I wanted to get your reaction to this re- this bit in particular. So, Like, I am so angry with this guy. He goes, well, she told me to go out here and get this thing from this super intense monster. Wait a minute. You want me, your romantic rival. <laughs> To go get a present for the witch for you. Romantic rival, I think, might be overstating the case just a little bit. Uh, listen, I I would like to think that if I professed my love to Crystalinda, you know, if, if she wanted to give me the time of day and gave, had me go out on some epic quest for her through love, I would totally do it. If she didn't, then fine. Whatever. It is what it is, you know. By, let bygones be bygones. But as far as I'm concerned, there is no option for me to take this path. So I am going to operate under the assumption that, that it was a possibility. So we are romantic rivals. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he wants, so of course he wants you to go get this thing for him. And then, so, so I go out there and I beat up this thing for it, which you have to like crash land through this whole broken wall, which I didn't even know existed to go find this thing. I actually have seen all the broken walls, but couldn't find a way to do it. I don't know if new monsters spawned after this point, or if I just somehow missed the thing that let you break the walls. But like, I had been wondering about that for a little while. Cause there's actually multiple walls like that. And I went ahead and broke them all while I was doing this quest. I didn't, I only saw the one wall. I was only, I was only concerned with the one wall. Cause you had to, Go profess your love to Crystalinda by getting this and then ignore that guy. So I like I go back into the tavern after getting the flower or whatever it is, and I I wanna say Crystalinda and the Queen were sitting in there. I thought they were in the palace. Well no, sometimes they sit in there and sometimes they don't. 
Oh, I guess I never saw them actually sitting in there. I thought they were when you came back, but that's going to be an important distinction. I mean, it could just be a time of day thing. Here in a quick second. So you go up there and you talk to that guy and I'm like, he goes, so it turns out, you know, I figured it out. If I'm asking you to do these things, then I'm not strong enough for her. And I'm like, yeah, you're dang right you aren't. You are nothing, guy. (laughs) How dare you? even insinuate that you are on her level. He's like, uh, you know, thank you for doing, getting the item or whatever, but I need to go out and train or whatnot to be the man that I know I can be on her behalf. And I was like, whatever, uh, get out of here. And then I'm like, don't give up hope, man. I'll be a little more positive than Chris. Believe in yourself. No, screw this guy. But you're not ready. No, no, no. That guy ain't, he's done. His time is gone is luminary now. I'm like tripping over myself to get down these stairs. I'm like sprinting down the stairs like, Griselina, hey, I f- Oh, I could have sworn you were here a second ago. Not here. So I immediately run to the palace <laughs> and t- talk to Crystalinda like a thousand times, but to, to no avail. I could not give her this gift to profess my love, which I gotta be honest, I'm pretty upset about. Dragon Quest. Why am I not able to profess my love to Chrysalinda? This is not fair. You know, maybe she'll be one of one of the options at the very end of the game. But I got to be honest, Andrew. I don't think she is. I'm upset. I don't think she is either. But I don't know. Maybe she, maybe your dreams will get to come true. And then you leave the palace, and it, it's like my head is hung low, and Jade's look over. She's got that angry look on her face. I'm like. Wouldn't let me give her the flower. Oh my God. I can't believe you're talking about that. <laughs> you're still on this. It's like it, it, act three comes along and I'm like, can we go visit Crystalinda? No, you're not giving her the flower. We have other stuff to do, man. M- like Morgan's out there. But this flower though, why is it not an option? This guy's out there training. Do you have any idea? <laughs> Maybe there'll be a future side quest where you can duel for her love against this guy. Yes. It'll be like that one random recurring guy in The Witcher who kept like who kept insisting he was going to go train and get better so he could re- get a rematch on you. Well, except for the eventually he just called you a cheater and then I just had I think I killed him. I can't. I'm pretty sure I killed him. I think. Well, because I don't think he was going to stop. And you know, in this case, this is going to be luminary against this guy. And I don't think this guy is going to end up the hero like the <laughs> Witcher was not with my leveling. He is the secret. He's like the secret double ultimate final boss. You know, all RPGs have a, the, he's the like po- Ultima. He's the post game thing. Like after you save the world, you got to go fight this dude. <laughs> because it turns out Crystal Linda was like, yo, you got to fight the luminary. Because she's like, I know you're not going to win. I'm just, get the hint, bro. I'm just not that into you. But he's just going to train and train and, and train. And it'll be like. And then she looks over at the luminary and she's like, by the way, I'm not into you either. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Hey, how's it going? We've been on this wonderful trip. Like, I can't believe you're going to come over here only because you got shot down by the witch. And then Jade is like, no, 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 you're done. And I'm like, Gemma, how's it going? 
you remember me, right? And then she's like, no, 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 no. Screw you. And I'm like, Eric, <laughs> I got this orb. This one's not even red. I got a blue one. <laughs> it all comes full circle back in the prison. You just chilling out with Eric, just get, broing it up for you lifetime. Get, you get thrown in the prison at, uh, in Sniffleheim because you won't leave the witch alone. Yeah, she's become this all power because it turns out when when things really start going bad for everybody, the witch is like, "Oh, turns out I have my magic the whole time," and like saves the town. Like she freezes the walls so nobody can get it. It's like an Attack on Titan situation. Like a Mordigan is like fifty thousand feet tall, and he's like trying to bust in, and she keeps making more walls. I just want to be clear: you realize fifty thousand feet is like almost ten miles, right? This is a big wall, man. Mortigan's huge. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure that we were He's on the, the same bad guy. Page. He's got the power, you know? But as far as I know, I mean, based on what we've learned so far, Crystalinda theoretically has more power than him. So she's, you know, too powerful to be defeated. But that that's the thing. And she's she can't be bothered to do it. She's like, What well, I don't there's no reason to defeat him because all our people are safe inside this giant ice wall. That is literally I got no miles to into the this sky. dude. Like last time I checked, this is the luminary's job. She's she's like giving the she's calling the luminary like, bro, when are you gonna take care of this? And I'm like, Crystalina, couldn't you just do? That's not the point. Like, can you do this? She's like, are are you kidding me right now? You want to profess your love to me, and you can't even take out Morgan. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll. <laughs> I'm going to train montage. I'm going to do it. And she's like, by the way, what's his face is getting stronger. I think he might be able to take him. Ah! <laughs> I gotta go fight a bunch of slimes. She's like, I have no idea what he's talking about, but whatever. Yeah. The luminaries got it. I think he's, a- <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. They're slimes. Like who cares? <laughs> I, 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 I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> I love this rich tapestry that you've painted for your love for Crystalinda. Listen, you know, I'm just trying to profess my feelings for her. You got it. You got to shoot your shot, man. You know, sometimes that shot is deflected by some jerk who can't even go out and get his own flower. <laughs> but you got to take it. There's another side quest, but I don't even know what to talk about at this point. Oh, the other side quest is just go get this thing. This tribute, yeah, that from the Vikings that live next door. He's like, go get this thing for them. It's like at the top of the city or whatever. And I went ahead and finished all of the side quests because I'm like, I'm about to end Act One, I think. So yeah, because we got all, this is the last orb now. So at this point, we're just headed for the tree. Yeah, because it specifically says go, go through the first forest from Sniffelheim. Yeah, go, go to Arborea and into the first forest. So so this this Viking thing, actually, though, you have to go find this Viking and the game doesn't tell you where they are. Just, hey, you need to go find this person who got lost or this tribute or whatever. I actually already knew exactly where they were because I had explored all those islands and had talked to that guy specifically. Oh, it, they said it was northwest. They told you where it was at. Regardless, I knew where he was even, which maybe that's why I didn't even register the directions because I already knew where he was. Yeah, I went up there, talked to him, then immediately figured all that stuff out. Here's the thing, though. I didn't know you were supposed to talk to the Vikings first. Yeah, because I had talked to that guy even before I got the quest, and then I was like... I went all the way up there, talked to the dude, and he's like, hey, I'm just fishing or whatever. What? 
bro, you're supposed to give me the thing. Nope. So then I zoomed back to the thing. I talked or zoomed back to the pirate cove. I talked to the guy in red and he's like, oh yeah, my friend, he's out here. He's got to go. He's got to go get the stuff. (sighs) Cool, cool, cool. Thanks. And then got in my ship and walked all the way back up. The, The one thing that really annoys me about the ocean, the ocean is all random encounters. There are, they, they don't show monsters don't show up in the ocean. So you can't dodge them. So I had to fight the random encounters all the way up there, which was annoying. Yeah, and that is a little weird that they would change all that around and, you know, have them be things on the world map and then just dump that when you get in the water. I, I thought about that, too. That That is kind of strange. So as after you drop off this thing, that's really the end of the side quest. I think there was only the two, right? Well, those are the only two there, but I did do another side quest where you have to give this letter back and forth. Which I kind of did want to talk about because you, it, this one was all the way back in Gondolia. Like we way, talked about way that far at the time. Back. I thought you had actually done it. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I hadn't done that one yet. Oh, oh well, no, I think I was, I was really, I, I got really annoyed because the, did we talk about it? I thought we did because I was like, you just zoom back. It takes like two seconds. I mean, maybe, but. The whole time during that quest, I'm thinking, what? Near the end, I'm like, why is this dude not going to perform the surgery that she gave him the money for? Like, what a jerk. And then it turns out that her dad was like, no, I've been terrible my whole life, and I want her to use that money to open up a bakery, so I'm just going to stay the way I am. And then she's like, oh, dad does love us in his own weird way. I was like, cool, I I guess I'm glad you got a happy ending here, but... uh, I'm still yeah. a little confused. But that was really the only other one that I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, no, because I, I always do the side quest before I do the main quest in any given area, so I did those ages ago. I always forget. I, I get the quest. The problem is that I got the quest after, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't using Zoom yet. I still forget all the time until I really need to go somewhere that Zoom is a thing. Yeah, that's how I've been going back to do the taco side quest is Zooming there. There's no way I'm walking all the way back. Well, you can't even go there anyway because I went back to where that taco was at and he didn't let me in. Don't you have to Zoom directly into the taco village? No, you Zoom right up to him and then you talk to him. Then where is he even at then? Outside of, just like at the gate to the desert town, like all the way back at the beginning. That I'm never going to remember that. You, you don't have to, though, because you can literally zoom to Taco Village and you land right in front of him and you talk to him and you then you go. Oh, so you zoom to him, which then zooms you to Taco I don't understand why you can't just zoom directly to Taco Village. Because he makes you save your game and the way the game is set up, you can only switch between the 2D and 3D modes at a priest. It's one of the options the priest has. So Got the it. fact that, that he can save your game lets him work as a priest so he can do that. Interesting. At least I assume, because I know you can only switch at the priests, and I assume that's why he's there and why he makes you save your game, so that it can switch to the 2D mode since the Taco Village is only in 2D. It was probably easier to do it that way, but why wouldn't they let you just switch to any Taco Village from any campsite then? I feel like that's an easier change than just implementing some random guy, but but whatever. It doesn't matter to me that much. I just, 
I'll do them someday, but say not that, but today. probably won't. And because the very next thing we're doing is going to Yggdrasil. Yes, we have to go to Arborea and through the first forest so that we can finally wrap up Act One. <laughs> I have to say, it is nice going to a town that actually, like, loves you for once. Also, that doesn't have a million problems that you have to solve. Going into this town is like the ultimate relaxation. You get there and everyone's like, oh, Luminate. It's like the very first town you go. When you go to Heliodor for the first time and the king's like, everybody be nice to him until he comes to me except and then there's we'll just no, throw him directly in jail. Except, yeah, there's no plot twist of we're going to suddenly be mean to him. We're just going to be nice for him. Like, you show up and, and he's like, oh, girls, you're back and you must be the luminary. I am so honored. Like, let's just get you right to Yggdrasil. Bro, thank you. I do need you to know, tell you I have been backstory. waiting for this. I, I, I got to give you the mandatory backstory about, like, the founding of the village and stuff. But once that's done, you're good to go. Like, you can do whatever you want. Just go out there. And, 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 and after you talk to him, when you get in there. Then it's like a couple of side quests opens up and he's like, you're good to go, man. One of the side quests was a, a girl who needed some wish thing to heal her, which was kind of yeah, sad. The girl shows up and she's all by herself and she's that like, was cough, really cough, cough. Sad, especially because like when you give her the stuff, she immediately comments how it seems like her cough has gotten worse. And I'm like, I just did all this. You're not even going to make it to the flower at this rate. And she and, and she's like, oh, I'll plant the flower and it'll be okay. Cough, 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 cough. And I'm like, ooh. Uh, yeah. A good thing I planted that on the way here to get a couple extra minutes of <laughs> time. It sounds like you might need the. <laughs> yeah. I, like, guys, is there anyone? Is there a healer? In t Serena, can't you, like, keep her stable for a minute? Like, until this. Until his plant, can we go talk to to Dora and Gray? Is she still around? Like she likes plants. Can she maybe grow this real quick for us? Maybe we shouldn't have burned that bridge. I mean, she was abducting people, but but nevertheless. <laughs> but then there's also a guy who's like trying to make the ultimate energy, like ultimate soup or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but and he's like, you can't dish. get in there without the explicit permission from the town leader and it's like should i just be bringing souvenirs back for you from igrasil like, like i don't these wish seeds for a girl who's clearly like really sick is a little different than just hey bro i need this ingredient to make my ultimate soup yeah like i want this soup to taste really good and i think once you give it to him he's like oh this soup sucks man okay <laughs> yeah like Ooh, bro. Like, I don't really know what you want me to do about that, but I am I going to get in trouble for just bringing stuff back for you? Maybe there's <laughs> a reason you're not allowed to go in there and make your soup. <laughs> yeah, this is extremely poisonous. What are you doing, man? Like, if there is a time travel element, like you rush to the future or something, this dude becomes the Hulk. <laughs> he's, he's like, Wah! The it little girl has saved, but she is like some ultimate magic user because realistically her wish is I want to be Mortigan and I want to be all powerful. <laughs> oh, no, no. She, this, it's the origin story of Crystalinda. Yes, dude. Grows up and does that. And then she sends herself back in time 
because she's like so powerful now. Yeah, she she she's like cough 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 cough. I want to be a witch. Not just any witch, the best witch. <laughs> just just like uh, from Futurama when Leela, they're like, just strike your heels together and do whatever you want, and she's like, there's no place I want to be a witch. <laughs> yeah, and then she just turns into a witch and starts attacking people. I'm like, yes, that's this little girl. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I want to feel, I want to be a witch. <laughs> Who needs health? I can just magic myself better. Yeah, she's just, she's all good. But you make your way all the way through here and you have one last save point before you're about to visit Yggdrasil. I think before we do that, though, there was a little bit that we probably should talk about with the, the elder's backstory or whatever. Talking about how this was all founded by the original luminary and his, dis- like, disciples or whatever and Serenica that Serena and Veronica are the descendants of and they got named that because it was supposed to just be one person but instead it was twins which I like this was a lot of information that feels like it's I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with this other than it kind of reinforced my original thought of did they go back in time because like I don't know how else to interpret all this except they that actually takes away from your theory because if there was one mage, Serenica, she's not two people. Yeah. They were pretty clear on that. There's this whole thing there. And yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe this is, you know, taking away from my theory or whatever. But that whole thing, I was just like, I don't know what to do with all this information, but it had better not just be a lore dump. Like, there's got to be something. Go- like, this is going to be relevant to something, right? Don't get me wrong. I love your theory. I like that better than I feel like it's actually going to be, which is just a random lore dump. I subscribe to your theory more than there was another luminary way back when, and these are just the descendants or whatever. Partially because, like, those sorts of things always really bug me, and this Dragon Quest feels like it's kind of going out of its way to not do the tropey stuff a little bit, like, by having the king, the, the king be surprise evil and stuff like that, like, Things that I don't normally expect out of a Dragon Quest game. But, like, because, like, this whole idea of, oh, you know, well, we're the descendants of the people who did it originally and stuff. Like, that's such a, it's such a cliche, and it's always one that's bugged me. Because it's like, what if this lineage had broken at some point? What did this prophecy expect was going to happen if one of the people didn't get married from the last thousand years? You know what I mean? Like, it just it's, it's so, like... I, I don't like the idea well, don't that like have to be a true descendant. I don't think because they, they are very clearly like spouting off reincarnation vibes because yeah. I don't think the luminary is, a is a, des- I don't think those people were descendants of the luminary. I think the luminary just you know, happened to be reincarnated as you. So I would think that Serenica, which that very well could be the case, like what they talked about with Yggdrasil, literally like everybody's a leaf. And when the leaf falls, you die or whatever, like that part totally could be, you know, support this reincarnation theory and stuff, too. So that could very well be the case. Well, they even flat out said you're the reincarnated. Yeah, but with Serena and Veronica, they specifically talk about them being the descendants, not the reincarnation. No, I understand that. I'm just saying. But yes, with the luminaries, it's, it's very clear that reincarnation that. seems to be a theory in this world. So it's possible that even if Serenica did not have any descendants, 
that she could have been reincarnated into into Serena and Veronica anyway. I mean, considering this town is kind of isolated from everybody else, it doesn't really seem like they had an option to, you know, not, you know, have descendants. <laughs> if you catch my drift. A, uh, not a whole lot of new blood coming into the city, I think is what you're Doesn't seem at. like they get a whole lot of travelers here. Oh, they do have that. From- from what they do I have saw, that random priest who's just hanging out who seems to be a traveling priest. I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying it didn't seem like there's a whole lot of new people there. Yeah, I don't disagree. Certainly not like phenomenon or anything like that. They had very clearly had people from all over. And it's very possible that maybe there's some like fusion situation that Serena and Veronica like yeah. do with, the fusion dance and become Serenica. With, with a time travel, they're gonna they're gonna become one. We gotta make room for more party members, I guess. Crystalinda. Yes! Yes, we do! We have to make room for Crystalinda. Maybe it'll be like young Crystalinda before she became, like, too powerful to control or whatever. That's... that... you're ruining it for me. Oh, the the ultimate power is an important part of this fantasy for you. Yes! Have you not learned anything from this podcast? (laughs) Jennifer... Lulu, I have a type. Mages of extreme power. I mean, duh. I can't disagree with that. I guess you do have a type. It's pretty clear. I haven't been shy about that. All right. Now, here's the thing. We don't know that Scarlet is an all-powerful mage, but in the realms of Midgar, she is all-powerful. Second only to, like, Rufus. I mean, she's doing research on new materia. So, like, if she's researching new materia, she could give herself all kinds of crazy powers. You don't have to. T- you're you're telling me, you know. It, I'm, I'm trying to help you out so that your type continues. That That's. You don't have to tell me, man. I already know. Okay. You know, I. I these are things I've already thought about at length. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well. I don't know where we go from there, so I think that's going to have to do it for, for this episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. As always, you can find us on Twitter or via our email or our Discord server, and the links to that will be included in the episode description. I'm the Luminary! <laughs>